0: Hello and welcome to episode 46 of the Modern Casanova podcast with me Troy Francis. Welcome to the show, it's good to be here from a swelteringly hot London, although actually saying that today it's probably a little bit better than it was over the last few days. This week has been pretty bloody hot and I am in an upstairs room in a relatively old building i think in central london and it has been kind of crazy to be honest so i had to finish a book this week finish writing my new book which is about productivity so i was working very hard on that and the conditions were not ideal let's say because it was so hot so i spent a lot of the time outdoors in soho working in a cafe over there that i like to work in sitting outside in the street and sometimes it was even too hot for that and i had to sit inside and enjoy the air conditioning because it was sweltering and you know trying to concentrate and everything else so it's you know i don't want to uh i don't want any tears or any uh any flowers being sent in but uh it has been a pretty hardcore week so i was glad to get to the end of that Uh, and now having sent off the manuscript of that new book to my editor i now i'm going to be working on some different projects so i've got some quite exciting stuff coming up for you in the coming months in this sort of content creation personal brand space that increasingly i'm talking about and if you've been following my stuff for a while you'll be familiar now with the fact that I'm talking about this a whole lot more. And really, the reason I'm talking about it is this. I'm not somebody who cares a great deal about business. I'm not naturally a business guy. You know, I studied economics at school, but beyond that, I didn't, you know, go to business school or anything like that. Uh, Having said that, I have worked in commercial corporate advertising for all of my career, really, apart from this, this last bit when I've been working for myself. So... You know, on the one hand, I would say naturally my inclination is artistic. I'm a a writer. I am somebody who enjoys the arts, enjoys reading, enjoys writing, music, and so on. And I'm very artistic in terms of my nature. But at the same time, my career has been in business. So, business, I suppose, has been a learned skill. And What's been particularly useful in this sort of space is that, as I say, I was working in advertising, I was working in marketing. So I spent a lot of time working with big FTSE 100, um, S&P 500 companies on their marketing and advertising strategies. So, you know, in terms of personal branding, in terms of how to present yourself or how an organization can present itself, you know, I've got a lot of experience in that space. And the reason that this is interesting to me is because... I want a life of freedom. I want a life where I can basically do what I want to do. And if that means going and dating people, if that means um, you know going and traveling, maybe living in different countries for a little while, living in different cities while I work, then that's all part of it. But fundamentally, it means not having a boss, not having to report into somebody, and also not having to put up with all the kind of crappy office politics that you get in corporate organizations a lot, unfortunately and you know, being able to pick my own projects as well. That's very important. So I can say, well, okay, I wanna work on this. I've just written a book about productivity, but then I get up the next day and I think, right, what am I gonna do next? And it's not that I have to ask permission from a boss or from a committee or from the board. I can decide myself what I want to do. And that freedom is incredible. And that's what I've always wanted. And also, you know, it's freedom. But on the other side of it, it gives me a sense of control as well. You know, I can decide what I want to do. I can decide how I'm going to drive this forward. I can decide how I'm going to drive my personal brand forward. And that's the position that I want to be in, particularly at a time when, you know, I mean, the economy is, uh, you know, there may be some bumps in the road to come. Let's say I'm in Britain, I'm in London. We have the withdrawal from the EU coming up next March that is going to cause some fluctuations i would imagine let's say even being incredibly optimistic there's going to be a period of time where there's going to be change that's going to affect the economy in the uk potentially around europe as well so there are you know there are macro considerations that we have to take into account now as it as it happens for me the bulk of my customers come from the US so in a sense whatever happens in Europe is is of less effect on my particular business at the moment but nevertheless I would much rather be in charge of my own destiny and doing my own thing than I would working for a company because if I was working for a company now as I was a year ago I'd be feeling pretty insecure because it's likely that there's going to be fluctuations as I say in the economy and even more than even aside from all of that there's also this issue of automation so automation is becoming a much bigger thing in many many industries including the advertising industry that i was a part of so you know you've uh, it's no longer the case that you can just rely on your corporate job and you can say okay i'll just sit back and work here for 30 40 years and then i'll get my gold clock and my my pension at the end it just doesn't work like that any longer so I prefer to work for myself and if I'm going to work for myself I prefer to do something that I enjoy so I don't really want to work for myself and become I don't know a coder you know now for many people and potentially many people listening to this coding could be a great way forward for me because of the way that I'm constituted I don't think it is I think I need to do something a bit more um manifestly creative let's say but you know i don't think i've got the kind of brain that would make me a very good coder but for you that could be the thing that you want to do so ultimately it's about personal choice it's about what are my strengths what do i want to give to the world and what kind of business do i want to create and for me this idea about creating a personal brand works really well because what it means is I put out this content, I put out this podcast every week, I put out tweets on on Twitter, I put out blog posts, I send out a weekly email, sorry, (laughs) a daily email to my list, and if you're not on that, you should get on it, and I'll put the sign up uh, link in the show notes to this episode, so please do join up on that. But, you know, I put all this content out, and through that content, people get to know me, they get to know my personality, and that is the nucleus of my brand, and then from that, I can then talk about different subject matters. So maybe, you know, I was obviously talked a a lot about dating and relationships in the past. Now I'm talking more about business. I've just done a book about productivity, which obviously keys in with the business thing. I've talked about addiction. I've talked about depression, all of these different things. And it allows me to explore different avenues under the same umbrella of my Troy Francis personal brand. So for me, this is the dream, really the dream job. And I want to help you guys to get to that as well because I think I think a lot of us nowadays you know we want that freedom we don't want to be stuck working the nine-to-five in a corporate company bloody bloody blah -blah, putting up with that politics putting up with the you know against a backdrop of potential uh, you know being fired anyway because of a downturn or be you know downsizing or whatever so we want options and this gives us a way to make our own options so that's why i'm talking about personal branding that's why i'm talking about creating content because obviously that is at the heart of personal branding really so there we go so that's where we are so what i wanted to talk about today is something that i've been thinking about a lot over the past few days and that is the idea of style over substance. So that is the theme of today's episode. Apologies, by the way, if you can hear some aircraft, there seems to be some kind of uh, helicopters or something going overhead. I'm in central London, as I said, and there's often police helicopters and things like that going around because of the various things that are going on in this big, big city of ours. So apologies for that. But anyway, pressing on style over substance. So here's the thing, right? If you're making a personal brand online, if you're interested in making a personal brand online, for me, it's got to be more than just style. It's got to have some substance to it. So what do I mean by that? Well, basically, I find particularly in the money-making space because, and I guess, you know, I'm now getting into the sort of how to make money online space in a way because that's, you know, that's my message really. I mean, what am I talking about? I'm saying make a personal brand so that you can make money from that and then you don't have to work for a company. I mean, I suppose I'm slightly different to some of these other guys because I'm not Ty Lopez. I'm not Grant Cardone or something like that. You know, I'm not saying make a million bucks, you know, make a million a year and, you know, or become a multimillionaire and buy a yacht and bloody, bloody, blah. I'm not really saying that. I mean, although, you know, that's, you know, I certainly have ambitions into the seven figures for my business. You know, I will, by the end of next year, have hit seven figures in my business and certainly i don't see any ceiling on that you know I, i'm certainly completely up for becoming a multi-millionaire and all the rest of it that's certainly you know that's certainly my ambition but at the same time i would also say that you know in a in a sort of shorter term aspect i'm also looking at it probably at a bit more of a, a minimalist kind of take on this rather than the sort of bling you know make a a lot of bucks really quickly and then go buy a yacht and party it up and all that kind of thing you know i'm not i'm not coming at it from that sort of g angle if you like that other guys are because my personal tastes anyway are a lot more minimalistic you know i don't really for a start i don't drink so i don't party in that kind of way um i'm not particularly bothered about possessions I'm not particularly bothered about property I find property a bit of a pain in the ass to be honest you know I've got one property now I used to have another one which I sold you, you know't I, I, don't, I don't drive I'm not bothered about cars there's a lot of things that I'm not that bothered about really I just want to have a nice life where I'm financially secure and I don't own very much stuff and I can go around and read and write really I mean those are my core things that I like to do I like to write which obviously I do now as my job and I like to read and you know I can do that sort of as part of my job as well but certainly in my spare time and those things are not expensive at all I mean writing is free really and you know reading is very inexpensive so you know beyond that I don't know I quite like clothes I like nice clothes but I'm not buying anything designer at the moment I'm not particularly bothered about that you know, as my income increases, maybe I'll start to buy some slightly more expensive stuff. But, you know, it, the, the thing about life, particularly for a guy, for a single guy, is that actually you don't need that much money to have a pretty damn good life. And I was just listening to uh, Tom Torero's podcast before, where he was talking about money with uh, a guy called Lucas, who he works with, who I think sort of working with him on his business now. And,. Tom was saying, you know, 30,000 to 50,000 pounds a year living not in New York City or in London, but living, you know, in perhaps somewhere a little bit less expensive, South America, Eastern Europe, Thai, you know, Thailand, Asia, you can have a very, very nice life indeed as a single guy, you know, without dependents, without, uh, you know, debt or sort of other financial responsibility so my take on it is yes you know I don't see a a ceiling in terms of how much I want to make but at the same time I'm not coming at this from a bling perspective this is more about the freedom side of things than it is about the crushing it and being a baller um, with your money side of things so you know with, with all of that said what I've noticed following quite a few of the guys who are you know in the whole money making online space is that a lot of people seem to put out content on different social platforms you know whether it's YouTube or Instagram or whatever where they're basically saying look at me this is all the money I've made I've got a Lambo I've got you know this massive car I've got this great house whatever click this link here sign up for my course or my book or you know whatever it is and I will teach you to do the same and that's it now for me there's fundamentally a problem with that approach i'm not saying that these guys don't make sales because i'm sure that they do i'm not saying that they're all scams because you know i'm sure they're not i I don't know who anybody who's a scam or anybody who isn't a scam i mean i know a few a few of the guys that i've met in person I, i know to be legit um that i know in my little part of the sphere if you like but you know beyond that these some of these youtube guys and stuff i I got no idea whether people are legit or not you know i'm sure many of them are legit and it's all it's all great but here's the problem these people are not building in my view enough of a relationship with their audience so i think what happens is you go on the social channel you show your, you know, your gold Lambo or your, you know, your apartment with the swimming pool or your Louis Vuitton shoes or whatever it is, and you say, "Hey, look at this! I'm balling. I'm making all this cash. Now I'll teach you to do the same thing by my, by my X, Y, and Z, whatever it is." And that's fine, and you will get sales doing that, I'm sure. But are you building up a long-term? relationship with your audience i would say you're not because it's all very superficial it's all very flashy it's all very surface but you're not really building anything more than that with your audience it's a bit one trick pony in my view now on the on the flip side of that when you look at the really big guys who've got really really big personal brands and are making you know serious money from that and probably and from other you know, from other avenues as well. Then they do more than that, and I'm thinking now about the people of the likes of Gary V, uh, James Altucher, who's a personal favourite of mine, um, Grant Cardone as well. People like that. These people have got really, really big profiles, mainstream, big, big profiles. You know, Twitter followings in the hundreds of thousands or you know millions sometimes or whatever. These people are doing something a bit different. For a start, they are putting out content on multiple channels. So they're not just on YouTube. They're not just on Instagram. They're not just on Twitter. They're on everything. And they're on things like LinkedIn as well. They're on things like Cora. They're on all of these different platforms. They're on Instagram. They're doing stories. They're doing TV. They're doing YouTube. I mean, all, every single platform. They're putting out content. And they're putting out loads of content. And also they're being vulnerable in that content as well so all of those people that i've mentioned i have read or i've seen articles or you know content by them where they've got vulnerable in front of the audience they've talked about the failures as well as the successes now you might say i mean like even grant cardone will talk about when he messed up on drugs and drink when he was younger and how he bounced back from that and was able to build up this you know massive fortune and, and everything else now I suppose, you know, you could look at that and say, well, that just sounds like another sales trick. That just sounds like another technique. And, you know, maybe kind of, maybe it kind of is, I don't know. Certainly James Altucher has done very well out of putting out content where he shows himself to be very vulnerable. He shows himself to have fucked up a lot. Um, he shows himself to have made mistakes. And he is, you know, and people will still go to him for advice on cryptos or for advice on, you know, how to invest and all these different things so he's certainly done very well out of it so you could say well okay it's just a technique but I wouldn't like to be that cynical about it I think if you share yourself if you share yourself with your audience in a vulnerable authentic way then my sense is that you get something back from that and what you get back from that is trust because people read your story and they can identify with that story and I think off the back of that you get you get more of a long-term, sticky sort of trust than you do just by going on and saying, hey, man, check out my car, check out my girl, check out my blah, 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 Um, sign up here. So, you know, and I mean, it works because people become fans. So, like, for example, I'm a bit of an Altucher fanboy. I'll listen to the podcast. Pretty much every episode of his podcast I'll listen to. If he comes back out with a new book, I'll buy it. Um, you know, when Grant Cardone comes out with a new book, I'll buy that. Uh, you know, same with Gary Vee. I mean, and these people have built up a relationship with me. I mean, they don't know me, but you know, as a, as a, as a member of their audience through consistent putting out of content, which is not all flashy. It's, it's not all, yeah, I'm fucking great. I'm balling it. Um, but there's something real about it. There's something authentic about it. So And here's the thing right would you rather make a shed load of sales from a product or from whatever it is in your first year and then those people after that go those customers after that go on to the next shiny bright thing or would you rather be building up a relationship with your audience so that they become returning customers to you year after year after year well for me and i'm you know probably the way that i've phrase the question you'll probably agree but maybe not but for me it's got to be the second one for me this building a personal brand and making it a business it's got to be the whole point of it for me is to make it a long-term sustainable thing because for me it's about building that audience and then whatever direction you go into as you you know, you know, get older, you mature, you develop into different things, you've got your audience there and you can take them with you on that journey and you can create products and sell them those products. So when we think about the uh, 1,000 true fans, uh, is it Kevin Kelly? The 1,000 true fans theory whereby all you really need is, is those 1,000 true dedicated fans. And if you can sell $250 worth of product to them a year, then in that year you've made $250,000, which is, you know, a nice income. So, it doesn't have to be massive, but for me, it's about building up that group of really dedicated, loyal fans who are gonna be there year in, year out, and who are gonna support you, and who are gonna be glad to buy, you know, what you have to sell to them. And it should be be win-win. You know, we're not talking about ripping people off, we're talking about you putting out loads and loads and loads of content, which is which is honest, which is vulnerable, which gets to the heart of the matter, giving that to, all to them for free, and then putting out the occasional product and saying, "Here's this. This is a bit more in depth. This is a course. It tells you a little bit more about you know how my method, how I've done this or that. Um, you know, would you like to buy it? It will really improve your life. So, you know, and it's about building that thing, and." for me if you're going for if you if you don't go about it the right way then there's a danger of you being a bit of a flash in the pan and not having that long-term relationship and then the business not being sustainable in the long term and I don't know that would seem like a bit of a wasted opportunity to me because the way that I view the personal brand space is that this is something that you can that, that can guarantee your future. this is this is future proofing. When people say, "How can I future proof my career? What happens if you know there's a downturn in ten years and I get laid off and bloody, bloody blah, blah? Well, if you've got a personal brand, if you've got an audience, then that is your future proofing because you can always go to those people with a new product, with a new launch, with something new and and monetize it. So you know I have friends who have uh, big followings on social media, big YouTube channels, whatever. And I'm, you know, I I say to those guys, well, you you know, you are, you know, sometimes, sometimes people will say to me, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do in a few, you know, a few years time. You know, I've been quite successful up to now. I've done this and that, and what where am I going to take it? And I'm just like, dude, just carry on with it. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, just keep just keep going, keep going. You've got the you're in the ideal setup. You know, you can go once you've built the audience and people love you, or you know, or like you, or they're a fan or whatever, however you want to call it. Um, Matt, you, you can go where you want with that, you know, within reason. I mean, you know, if you start going really crazy and weird, then maybe you're going to lose some people. But you know, I mean, within reason, you can um, you can take it in different directions. So maybe you were talking about dating, and then you want to move it and start to talk about travel instead. You know, people are gonna are gonna go with that. Maybe you were talking about relationships, and now you want to talk about business, which is a bit more sort of the the direction that I've taken. You know, that's fine. People people understand that it's related if they like your take on things then they're going to follow you you know and as i say the beauty of this is that you don't have to be the biggest person in the world you don't have to be massive what's really more important i think certainly as far as i'm concerned is the quality of that engagement i would rather have a thousand people worldwide who think my content is amazing and they, they love the, the way that I think about things and they really get it and they really understand me and what I'm trying to say and what I'm trying to do than having, you know, a 100,000 people who are sort of half assed and they're not really that bothered and, and everything else. So, and the way that you get that, in my view, the only way that you get that is by putting out really fundamentally honest, open Vulnerable content that really tells it like it is and doesn't try to hide behind, you know, a kind of a bro sort of Falseness if you like, you know, because people can see through that And as I say, it's not that you're not gonna get any sales It's just that are you really thinking about the lifetime value of those customers or Is it all a little bit one trick pony? Is it all a little bit, you know, here today gone tomorrow sort of thing? so I will bring it to a close there because uh, the the sound of the uh, the army helicopters circling outside. I think maybe there's going to be some massive drug raid or something on the uh, the building where I am is probably getting a little bit loud. And uh, that's kind of in a nutshell what I wanted to say. But I hope you found that interesting and useful. And. You know, I really hope that you're finding this content on the personal brand stuff useful, and you like this direction. I'm really keen to hear any feedback. I mean, the feedback that I am getting from people is is good. People seem to uh, people seem to like it. I'm certainly getting new, different followers uh, through doing it. People who, you know, were never maybe interested in what in the stuff that I was talking about before, but now they're starting to get into this stuff um and there are other people who've been you know who followed my stuff for a while and they they like it they like the direction etc so i'm really keen to hear from you what you think if this is a direction that you want to you know you want me to keep going down if there's specific avenues you want me to be talking about or whatever so i'll leave it there for today um but please do as i say go to my Uh, Daily email, if you're not signed up on my daily email, then do sign up on that because that's really where I'm putting my premium content at the moment. So every day I send out an email at the moment. It's going out at 11 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, which is London time. Um, I might change that going forward, but at the moment it's sort of the end of the day. So you get that in your inbox every day. And that is a brand new article from me, along, you know, uh, usually with regard to something to do with personal branding or online business, but, you know, so occasionally some, some relationship stuff, some dating stuff, uh, or some general lifestyle stuff. Or, and of course, as well, offers and any giveaways or anything like that. So do get onto that email list. And what other news? Uh, Instagram, starting to pop off on Instagram. Uh, a bit now. I've I've started to post on that regularly, so you can follow me there at uh, Real Troy Francis. If you look up Real Troy Francis, you'll find my page. I'm putting up memes on that generally with my um, you know with some quotes for the day, some motivational type quotes, and some personal branding stuff. So do have a look at that. And finally, if you haven't already, do please head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of my book Ten Times Happiness Zero Bullshit. Now, that is a book that's really about um, depression and on unhappiness and how to get over unhappiness and how to get your life into a more and into a happier place basically but the other side of the other thing about that book is that it also talks about the personal brand business as well it also talks about because for me the final part of the puzzle is okay you can maybe get over your depression you can get over your unhappiness you can become a more positive person but then what are you going to do with that and for me it's got to be about you know, doing what you want to do with your life. So then I go into the last couple of chapters really about personal branding, about building your own online business. So you don't want to miss that. It's getting some great feedback, five-star reviews. Uh, sales are still going through the roof, which is great. If you haven't got it yet, please do get your copy. Go over to Amazon, search for Troy Francis, look for 10 times happiness zero bullshit, and you can get it on uh, ebook or in paperback. And please do drop me a review uh, for that as well, if you can. I'd really, really appreciate it. So, all of that being said, Oh, and by the way, if you do drop me a review on Amazon, if you just send me a screenshot of the review, I will send you a little something as a thank you as well. So um, so yeah, bear that in mind. So if you send me a screen grab of any review that you post on Amazon, drop me that screen grab and I will send a little token of my appreciation over as well. Anyway, all of that being said, I hope that you like the episode. Please do let me know. I will leave it there for now and we will speak again next week. Bye bye.